1: what's up and welcome back to the kind of funny screencast as always i'm tim gettys joined by it's christmas in september joey noel
0: hello oh ironically like two weeks ago i was like you're never gonna see me on screencast talking about what if and marvel stuff and here i am <laughs>
1: oh, we always find a way i love the hoodie too joey this is fantastic <laughs> Thank you. stuff
0: it says emotionally exhausted by one philly d
1: oh there we go there we go of course we have the big dog kevin Coello. hey guys the the producer-slash-seducer, Nick Scarpino. What if? <laughs> like, I, I understand
2: you can make fun of it in a million different ways, Nick, but, like, that one just seems <laughs> weird. Did see Andy and I were talking before we started. Did it seem like the what if this time was different? Did it I, seem like it was
3: a different what if? I, w- I am right with Nick, but my issue was that I was mentioning earlier is that I watched it on my iPad, so I'm wondering if there was some some tone some tonality loss in translation off the ipad speakers because tim nick and i always had the issue of we're like oh jeffrey wright's gonna say what if this is gonna sound epic and amazing and it was what if and i was like what that's yeah, kind of why it. obviously we're doing like an exaggerated version yeah, yeah, yeah. but this jeffrey, time we heard what if and i was like yeah jeffrey wright me in it was yeah i, I want to watch this now you know yeah.
2: I watched yeah. it on my Mac laptop, which I always do. I kind of just sit on my couch back there and just put it Two Apple products, maybe a change. It's got great speakers on it, and I swear to God, it was different read. And I was too lazy to go back and listen to the other ones because literally you just skip the <laughs> and intro. It definitely it right could online. be. Yeah.
4: I, just so yeah. that we're clear, I was also part of that conversation. I don't know why I got excluded from Nick's like recap. you had already the been introduced, Kevin.
2: I'm sorry, you had already been introduced. Yeah. Like, you, you, said,
4: you said me and Andy introduced. were talking about it, but it was me, Andy, you, and maybe Joey. Ghost maybe Joey, was, Joey. Too, I was also there. If you
3: remember. Ghost Joey was here. Anyone can cook. Ghost,
4: Ghost. Joey was terrifying, and I'm glad we'll never explain it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't even know what this is. We have the producer slash seducer Nick Scarpino. Captain. And we also have the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. What if? What if? yeah nick just added some weird ass fucking like creepy guy trying to sell you drugs on the street to it which like (laughs) hey that is an entirely different what if but this is the kind of funny screencast where each and every week we get together to review the latest in tv and movies you can get it on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com if you want to get it as a podcast just search For kind of funny screencast on your favorite podcast service and we will be right there for you if you want to get the show ad free you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny and do just that every single week we review the latest what if episode including today episode six we are breezing through these uh this one is entitled what if obadiah stain didn't get to say tony (laughs) uh no it's actually called what if killmonger rescued tony stark a box of scraps i want to start with
3: you i didn't what did you hear what you said because i was yelling it with a box of scraps
1: i said andy cortez i <laughs> no, want to sorry. start with you <laughs>
3: uh what did i think about this episode tim gettys i thought it was okay like all the other ones and i'm starting to just think like was this worth it for me like it am no, i getting out I of this what i'm this. putting in it's only 30 minutes so maybe maybe that's on kind of on equal footing with each other um i i thought it, an interesting premise like a lot of the other episodes it just isn't really having any impact for me and the fact that this one kind of ended in the way that it did with that sort of twilight ending that tw- twilight zone sort of oh shuri and and pepper are going to go after um the new black panther um And B.J. Michael B. Jordan. And it's just like, I just don't really care. I don't know. I I find myself caring less and less, even though the stuff that they're showing is still interesting and they're coming up with cool concepts. I just, again, I was always the type. I was talking about this the other day, how when I wanted to get into comic book reading as somebody who was such a noob and still am and like never, ever got into it, by the way. But my worry was, Hey comic book readers, let me know what's the real canon. Because I don't want to read shit that like doesn't really matter. And I feel like that's how I'm feeling about this show. Like what what are the what are the runs I need to read that actually matter to the real universe? And I feel like I'm getting that with this show where it's like there's a lot of stuff that doesn't feel like it has any consequences. So I don't really know if I actually do care. Nick Scarpino.
2: Um I I'm I like this for all the reasons that Andy just said, which sounds weird, but like the opposite of right. I love that. I don't have to necessarily be be bogged down with the canon of all these 23 movies and all the shows and all the stuff. Now, I love that they can just take these random stories and make these twisted, fucked up outcomes out of them. I loved this episode I think this is one of my favorite episodes so far not not the least which because i think killmonger is a character that was that i wish they could have explored more in the movies i wish they could have brought him back and i think he is a very very um a very very powerful adversary to everyone in the mcu and it's cool to see i wish this was like an hour and a half long movie because i think i would have loved to watch this played out over that it does all these the criticism that i have of this is the same as i have all of them i just wish they were longer I wish like this story was cool. I like how he did what he did. It just seems completely unrealistic to do in a in a, in a thirty minute long time span. And I, granted, I know it was supposed to like kind of happen over, um, you know, over the series of, of of months potentially. But it's like it's kind of weird that he's like, I'm just there, and they're like, Well, how are you there? He's like, Well, I was working on a black ops mission. I was like, Well, did no one check that out? But I digress. Um, I think it's a cool concept. I love the drone suits. I love the fact that Tony thinks he's got one over on him, but Killmonger's like, eh, you don't really know who you're fucking with here. Um, and I just think it's kind of cool. I, I always like the, it reminds me sort of of The Omen. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie, but the end of The Omen is so great because the because the kid, the devil, basically just has a little shit-eating grin on his, on his face when he's basically being adopted by the guy that's supposed to be president of the United States. You're like, he's winning. Nobody can stop this person. And I love, I just like that feeling. I like anything that can that can stoke that for me, and this
4: totally did it for me. Evan Koala, what do you think? I feel like uh, the more I watch this series, the more I'm I'm kind of like I I don't like it. It it just I I the more I realize like it is the connectivity and like I've said this before that of the MCU that I like so much. This these one offs feel like. You can do anything. They don't really care about the suits. It it kind of blows my mind that a vibranium suit, which it's like key thing is it, it absorbs vibrations. You know, uh, is taken out by a sound. The the like I don't remember what it was called. Mm, in the first yeah. One. But that sound thing, and that seems to me like a huge hole in the like. But it like it's it's main property vibranium is that it absorbs uh, like forces. So it should in this be-
3: universe doesn't come in this universe.
4: But like that, that's the hand wavy (laughs) stuff that kind of makes this like everything seem like, or it makes it seem like nothing matters. And then it's hard for me to keep my attention. And there's just anytime they need to, they can do the hand wavy stuff of like, Oh, you know, Killmonger killed a a robot droid because he had the the spear with him. And it's like, all right, I, you know, I guess that's good enough, but it just, I, I don't know. Um, so many things start to feel disconnected and not like our characters that it kind of loses my attention. Like, I've downgraded this show to, like, instead of watching At Midnight on my TV, I now watch it in the mornings on my iPad. Oh, and the kiss the death in the quote. Wow, that... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that, like, like, it, what I'm saying is, like, this isn't a show I'm excited about at all. The, the episode for last week is, like, a comic book Line that, like, I really, really, or a, a comic storyline that, like, I w- was very into when I was young, and I didn't like what they did. I, the same with this thing, like, the, the story that we're getting now on paper should be really cool. I really like Killmonger, I really wanted to see more time spent, but like, him being like adopted by uh his uncle, uh, like, that just didn't seem to sit well, like, the the fact that he went in there by himself instead of uh, the, um, sorry, uh, the, bla- the Black Panther went in there by himself instead of with his squad, with the, um, I can't The Yeah, Yeah, it's like, that doesn't make sense. There's just too many, like, little weaknesses and holes that, like, just make me feel like this is a very much a n- non-consequential story. Also, I really feel like they should have gone um, with, like, one story and, like I, this ending on a cliffhanger where the, when there's no promise of more seems dumb to me, because like if I like the story, which I, I wasn't a huge fan of, like ending like that really makes leaves you like you know wanting more, and there's just no signs it, it, that that's going to happen.
3: It's that sort of Black Mirror, Twilight Zone thing of these are all one case episodes, and at the end you go, whoa, what's what does that mean for that universe? But. Unfortunately here, I just don't care. And Nick, I love the whole kiss of death comment you just made about Kevin's downgrade because it's like oh, the God. show went from Wednesday night primetime to Friday night, like at 8 p.m. <laughs> like nobody cares. I mean, anymore. Oh
4: Out of all the all the, the Marvel shows so far, this is the, the only one that I haven't been excited. I usually forget it's happening and like will remember morning of like, oh, shit, I got to watch this now.
1: Joey Noel, this is your first time on this show. We'll we'll talk about your thoughts about the whole show overall later, but this episode Mm -hmm. in particular, what'd you think?
0: I was pretty disappointed with this one, but also not at the same time. Um, I really liked the, I loved the Doctor Strange episode, and I really liked last week's Zombies episode, so I thought we had kind of come to a point where... Where I was like, we turned a corner. We got through the stories I didn't really care about. And we are, I am looking good for the rest of this show. Um, And then I watched this one. And I guess the biggest thing is like, I've never, when I've thought about wanting more Killmonger in MCU stuff, never have I ever thought like, I want to see what happens if Tony Stark and Killmonger hang out. Like that has never really been a pairing that I've ever wanted or asked for. So like this whole episode for me was like, pretty meh, um, especially, like, Tony back then, who was so, like, just playboy Tony and, like, not particularly exciting as a character I I'm also not a huge Iron Man fan in general. Um, So, yeah, I just... I think this show has a couple things going against it for me of just, like, I don't really like animated stuff, and I'm kind of with everybody about, like, this all feels, like, pretty inconsequential. I am interested in how they wrap it up because I assume the last episode, this is all, like... I assume it's all going to get tied together. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been watching these, to be honest. So I have no idea what you guys have talked about in terms of these storylines coming back together or not. Um, but I assume that's happening. And if not, then I think it's going to be a bigger miss. Um, but yeah, I just... We all, all kind of decided
3: no, Joe. We all kind of, like, after we saw... Oh, yeah. after, well, I mean, after I see Black Panther and it's like, oh, well, he was just Star Lord a couple episodes ago. All right, well, I don't really know if this is gonna get together. And if it does, is that even something I want? Is that even something yeah. that can make this more of a more enjoyable experience? I don't know.
0: Yeah. I will say that the ending up ep- or the ending scene with Shuri and Pepper makes me think that this is gonna tie up more than any other episode before but we'll see what happens um and then i also with this episode i think like the first three or four minutes we like pretty much don't need it all and are kind of wasted time of like do we need the animated avenger scene and do we need the like animated tony snap of like this seems like you could have flushed out more interesting parts of the story instead of just like rehashing for the billionth time like one thing can change a whole thing. Like we get all of that. I don't, I think it was cool to see those moments, but I think that that storytelling time could have been used to like flesh out more of the actual story instead of just normal MCU stuff.
1: The further we get in this show, the more it feels like I'm watching a completely different show than all you guys because I am <laughs> on such a different page where I'm I'm loving this. I definitely don't think that like a lot of the complaints that you guys have, I, I agree with, but like they just don't bother me as much. And I don't see them as hand wavy as much as I see it as like I like the runtime shorter. I like that it is kind of the greatest hits. We're filling the gaps, we've seen these movies, so we kind of can understand the motivations and all that stuff. Like it makes sense to us it's not like it's just not there it's just in between things that we've already seen and the reason I like the show so much is that I love the way that they're constantly surprise me from my expectations like knowing that we're gonna get this Killmonger episode I thought it was going to be a we're, we're making Killmonger a good guy did not at all expect them to not only make him a bad guy make him a super dope bad guy super chess master Zemo level stuff where it's like I want to see this Killmonger go up against uh, some of our, like, the greater heroes later in the, the universe and stuff, and that won't ever happen because of how early this is, but my other favorite thing about the show has been kind of the melding of different timelines, the melding of different movies in one single thing, where it's, like, the idea of uh, even the first episode now, like, in retrospect, being able to look back at it, it's like, it is just the first Avenger, but it also has elements of Iron Man, like, uh, with Howard Stark making the, the Iron Man suit instead, and then with this, like, so clearly having Black Panther, which was so late in the the mcu films to meet up with iron man one and for them to in my opinion really kind of nail the tony stark attitude and and vibe like voice aside like that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about the character and the dialogue like the lines Uh, i thought they did a really good job in the way he acted and um seeing that it's like it's kind of cool and refreshing and i like that we get to go back and get more of characters that we haven't that that we are impossible to get more of because they've moved on so quickly and did bigger and greater things uh, throughout the the movies. But I like that these these shows allow us to kind of, like, get more time with Angela Bassett's character and allow her to, like allow us to see her in her prime in this timeline where we would have never seen before, unless we get flashbacks in Black Panther, but seeing Shuri when she's like younger, like it just puts the MCU into more context. And I think there's like a lot of subtext and a lot of just like smaller things in the background between the lines that strengthen the MCU as a whole without having to have these like giant ramifications of like, Oh, they're all going to come together together, and this character is going to be actually in live action stuff, which I still very much think is happening. Uh, if not at the end of this season, I think it's going to build just into the overall narrative. But the fact that the watcher is getting closer and closer and closer and closer every episode, it's like they're building to something. Like they like there's a clear clear thing where he's more detailed in this episode than he's ever been before. So it's like I like it. I'm totally in for the ride. I think that they're doing a really good job having the episodes be varied. Uh, one-to-one um i love the amount of obscure side characters they're pulling in it. it really feels like it's rewarding for people that have watched and re-watched and rewatched and rewatched the mcu movies over and over where it's like even seeing obadiah Stane is like kind of cool and the fact that uh thunderbolt ross is in this and like the entire wakanda cast and uh just like all these like characters that start adding up um including don cheadle don cheadle in uh iron man one timeline there's like these just satisfying moments that make the universe feel like more of a, a universe even though some of these characters weren't even in that's cool, iron man that. or black panther like things like that so mm-hmm. i'm i'm really enjoying it and uh, we only have a couple episodes left and the just from looking at the trailers like those all seem to be really interesting things that at this point i expect to go in completely different directions than i've expected so far so This episode is brought to you by HBO Max. If you're here, you probably love video games, but sometimes we have to face the cold, hard truth. We can't game all the time sometimes we got to kick back and watch some movies and some tv too so it's a good thing hbo max is here to save the day with all of your favorite dc content hbo max has an expansive superhero collection to feed your fandom greg miller is stoked of course they've got wonder woman they got justice league star girl batwoman hbo shazam suicide squad the list goes on of course plus the streaming platform lets you download your favorite titles and take them with you on the go all the bingeable collections handpicked by humans not robots personally i've been enjoying and a whole bunch of different things uh, over on HBO. I love all the day and date releases. We know we got The Matrix now coming out in December. That's really exciting to look forward to. We got Malignant. I'm about to watch that this weekend. Check out some of the best superhero content and so much more only on HBO Max. Get streaming today by going to hbom.ax slash kinda funny DC. That's hbom.ax slash kinda funny DC. Next up, shout out to Rooster Teeth's Last Laugh Season 2. I was a huge fan of Season 1, mainly because my boy Alfredo was in it. But Season 2, can't wait for it. Here's the whole pitch for it. Do not laugh. It's part game show, part social experiment. 100% evil laugh challenge. Spectacular. Last Laugh returns for a second season with 12 contestants gathered for six hours to see who literally laughs last. If they laugh, smile, or smirk, they're eliminated and prevented from dethroning Season 1 champion the homie blaine gibson uh the host of the show jeff ramsey and elise willem so that's super awesome they have a new collection of surprises but will there be enough to break the contestants we'll have to find out uh last laugh season two debuts september 9th on rooster teeth but you can catch up on all of season one right now
3: but what do you think the watcher end game is do you think it's going to be like ultimate predictions is it going to be I one of these timelines will now affect the rest of it or because I I don't know. It just seems like kind of well, I mean, I thought making endgame was gonna be an impossible movie. <laughs> I thought like ending this in a satisfying way, ending the infinity saga uh was gonna be a pretty tough thing to do, and they figured it out because I... they're absolutely geniuses over there. But like how like it just seems like such a tall tale to try to have this you know, have ramifications for the rest of the MCU.
4: I I think that something to remember is that all the MCU shows right now, uh, like I think the majority of people think that they have ended, like their, their endings have been weak, right? So I think, and then part of that is because we like s- sit here and think of something we think is cool, but like the story just ends. I really believe that the last episode is just going to be another universe, maybe a cooler one. And that's gonna be it. There's not gonna be anything tied together between any of these. Um, yeah. I wh- wh- uh, quick question. When where was uh, the watcher in the uh, the last episode, the zombies one? What, like, because that's that's the one where I missed him. Was he like he was like, in it?
3: He was in an overhead truck. sort of big shot mm-hmm. when they were driving to New Jersey no,
2: on the train. The sky.
4: So in the in the same mm-hmm. way, and he was in the he, beginning as well. In the same way that he was in the background of like the what was it the um, was it Thor in in this episode? No, no. In the well, in this. Yeah, I guess in the same way he was in the background of this one, because I do feel like we've been getting closer, but I kind of feel like now we're getting further away again. Oh, no, like no, more, no. Like we're getting we're getting
3: detailed. more. Of, we're getting more of him. But we're the fact like that lines yeah. and like clothing fact- colors. The fact but, that he isn't just this ethereal presence yeah. in the stars now,
4: yeah. when, like we're seeing like skin in
2: color, color. we're seeing clothing. Starbucks in this one, he was. Just yeah. <laughs>
4: that in, in Doctor Strange's around. episode, didn't we see him like physically there almost? Like it seemed like he was. Doctor Strange looked at him, and it seemed like he was a character. They, they, at one point, fully, he said right?
2: he heard him in the Doctor Strange one. night yeah. where he like, uh, yeah, yeah, said yeah, that, yeah. like he said yeah, something right. like that, so they interacted. You talking shit or what? So he said. Yeah. <laughs> But
1: that's your so point, like- Kevin. What do you what are you trying to say?
4: Uh, I just I just feel like that was the most like, uh, like that he was in that. Well, no, space. And, the most, and, the,
2: and the Doctor Strange one that he was actually like, you could stop this, right? He goes, I yeah, can't yeah, they talked,
4: they talked. Talk talk. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like in that one, he was. It seemed like for a moment he was physically like present. And I feel mm-hmm. like we're moving away from that again.
3: Well, maybe they're hinting there that Doctor Strange has abilities that nobody else think, does, where Doctor think, Strange can talk with other sort of deities, or not deities, but just, you know, he has more abilities than what Tony yes. Stark or Killmonger would have. You I, know?
4: I I agree with that. And I think that that also then makes it clear that they're, I, I don't know if they're using him as getting closer or more detailed as the. They 100% thing. are. Yeah.
1: They definitely are.
4: <laughs> I, I, mean, I agree they could with Tim. Yeah. But I, yeah. I I, I agree with Tim. I the fact like we... that he
1: was like,
3: like, almost non-existent in some of the earlier episodes. And then they started putting him in that, like, because I remember the first couple of episodes, we didn't see him. Maybe maybe only the first one. But then I made a comment of like, do you think they went back in post and were like, hey, we should put him up in these mountains or whatever, because it looks really dope as shit. And, you know, he's kind of just, you know, this gigantic foreboding presence, as you see the tiny little car or the ship or whatever it was that was in the foreground yeah. moving along or whatever. And I just feel like we have been getting bored more. And this time was the clearest we've seen him so far. He was absolutely yeah. just a person like white eyes, of course, but like skin, uh, big head, clothing, all that sort of shit. Yeah. We haven't seen that yet.
1: Yeah. Real quick. Uh, when I was giving my thoughts, I forgot to say I did not like the end. I thought it was the most abrupt we've had yet. And I think that doesn't sit well with me. I like what they're setting up, but it's just like, yeah, I, I thought it came a little too too quickly there. Um, I In terms of theories and stuff, I don't think this season's necessarily going to end with like him getting involved and in it being this big thing. It might, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's just at the end of Tim having to step in, and that's kind of the end of the season. We know we're yeah. getting the season too, so it's like... But that to me is enough of like there is some progression happening with these worlds and him being involved in the whole thing. What's up, Nick? Kind of like oh, yes, wetting the, their that, palate a little bit.
2: That's what I would think too, right? I don't think this is going to have like... Massive consequences and I don't necessarily think I want it to again because I think the strength of the show is that they Can just do kind of whatever they have got this cool little Playground uh to experiment in But um uh no That's all that's all I wanted to say uh is there Going any- w-
0: oh. oh um I was just gonna say I have I haven't been looking like this is the least I've been into like looking at like Reddit and stuff like that. Is there any chance that this is like the watcher explaining to Dr. current day Doctor Strange, who like has fucked up the multiverse that like this is how things change and stuff like that?
1: I mean, there is, I don't think so, but like that's totally like I could see them pulling some shit like that for sure.
0: Yeah, now that we've gotten the like no way home trailer and we know that Strange has like pulled some shit, then like maybe this is him trying to be like, hey, this is how one thing changes everything, but who the fuck knows? I'm very interested to see how they land this plane. <laughs> uh, Nick, Joey, I
1: mean, closing
3: out yeah. this episode here. Yeah, Eddie. it was gonna be a stupid joke. I was gonna say, people are asking <laughs> what if, what about when if? No, it's stupid. It's fucking stupid. Can I, can I, how are they
2: asking <laughs> it? How are they asking it? Yeah,
0: Joey, uh,
1: we only have a couple minutes before we have to get to games daily. But uh, overall, what have you been thinking uh, of the show?
0: Um, it's the least invested I've been in a Marvel show this year for sure, which is like a weird thing to say, because I feel like a year ago we would have like I would have killed for just any little crumb of more MCU. Um, but I I animated stuff is not usually my jam. So I knew that that was going to be like a strike against the show for me personally. Um, I think the we have learned that voice actors have a harder job than maybe we have ever thought of, <laughs> uh, just because you can act in uh, live Wakanda. action stuff doesn't mean.
1: Forever. Like, why yeah. did he say Wakanda forever? Like, Paula <sighs> was walking in on Kevin, and he had to be quiet for the that forever was a weird,
2: part. A <laughs> <weird> <laughs> line read. It was that not. Was a it,
1: it
3: really sounded like Michael B. Jordan had to do a pickup line of recording, but he had family over and he couldn't right. really like express an emote in that way. That, that was not a great... Uh ad read or a, a line read right there you, by, know, I, you, you know, know what it sounds
2: like when you cobble together together someone else's sentences to make another sentence but it's like <laughs> I really want to go to Wakanda and then there was like what, how, do you, how do you feel about forever 21 it's just Wakanda <laughs> forever
1: I, I feel like the, they must have given the direction of like sound more American like don't like we want it to be distinctly different than T'Challa's uh, Wakanda forever but yeah it did not work but yeah Joey continue yeah
0: Oh, um, I think that this for me was like the weakest episode since the first one with Captain Carter, which I did not, was not particularly impressed by. I really liked the Doctor Strange episode and I thought the zombies one is really fun. I think for me, this is the strongest when they do stuff that's like pretty, as far away as possible, I guess, from like normal MCU stuff. I don't really love the episodes where they're totally retreading, even though I feel like that. I just contradicted myself because I liked the Doctor Strange episode, which is... I don't know. We'll get into that later. Um, but I'm really excited for the Party Thor episode that's coming up. I think hopefully that'll be a fun one. But every episode I've been excited for so far has not really come through. Um, I Going back to what Tim said earlier, I do like that they kept Killmonger a bad guy. One of my biggest critiques of the first episode is like everything they did with Bucky felt like very not his character. Like him pulling uh, Captain Carter away from the crash site with like Steve dead. I'm like, Bucky Barnes would not have done that. Bucky Barnes would have been so invested he's not pulling away this girl that met Steve three weeks ago. Um, So I like when they keep, like, the core of who the character is the same. And I feel the same way about the T'Challa with the Ravagers episode, too, where it's like, no, he's still him. And I feel like that's where this episode is the strongest, where it's like, no, we're going to keep Killmonger bad. Um, But hopefully the rest of them get better. kind of
3: justified honestly (laughs) no and i
0: still want the like i still want black panther but from killmonger's point of view which is like a pitch that i had made like years ago on the game over greggy show when we had talked about like theories about this with lou and i still think that that could be a very compelling story because it's like he does have really interesting motivations and i think told from reverse could be interesting
3: it's it's one of those that i really get bummed out about whenever a villain is used in one movie and just kind of done with and it's mm-hmm. like, God, oh, I love Darth Maul. I love this actor. And he just and wants I love- Cross
1: back.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> cross is so bad, dude. So terrible. He's in the new seasons of billions. And I think of him every time he pops <laughs> on screen. This is the worst villain. Yeah, of- the worst. Let us know it's in, in the comments below idiot. what you think of
1: this episode and how excited you are for the rest of the episodes. Until next time, I love you all. Goodbye.